Hello, everyone. Happy Monday, and welcome back to another episode of the Hooker Girls podcast. Happy season six finale. Oh, my goodness. The final countdown of the year. I don't know if we always schedule our end of seasons round of year. I don't feel like we always do, but this year it's hitting so perfectly, isn't it? I want to say that like the first year or maybe second year that we did the podcast, we did this and we Mm -hmm. were consistent with it. And we even did like Hooga for the Holidays, the OGs Remember, and then we were done. We were done for the season. But I feel like it's been a while since we've ended a season at the end of the year. So it's kind of... I I don't know. I kind of like it. It has good vibes. It does have good vibes. It just makes sense. Like, there's so many things in life that don't make sense. They don't line up. But I actually finished my last day of work today. So, literally, thank goodness. I have a small trip with my boyfriend coming up to Savannah, Georgia, which is only like an hour and a half from Charleston. So, I'm really excited to just be able to, like, enjoy that time without having to worry about work. Because I feel like now when I travel, it's kind of joint in with working and there's not like that much time where you have a true block to not have to worry about your job. So I'm excited for some boyfriend time, some family time. And I know, Maddie, you have a very exciting trip that I'm very jealous of coming up. Yes, I'm super excited. I leave. We're recording this on Tuesday when you guys are listening. You're hearing it on Monday after we record, obviously. And I'm leaving the Friday in between to go back to Costa Rica. So I'm super excited. I'm going my my favorite place in the world. I know. And Emma and I went to this town. Um, what two years ago now? Which is absolutely crazy. Yeah, it was so much fun. Yeah, I'm excited. I honestly, I feel like I've just been through the ringer the last couple of months. To put it kind of lightly not to play like the what was me card but like I really no, you have struggle bus like, so I'm excited the health to struggle bus go too. and yeah a health struggle bus and I'm just excited to go lay by the pool read a book get a massage like eat some good food maybe do a yoga class like I'm just so beyond excited and Emma you're spot on when you say like it's so hard to separate work from when you take time off And I feel like that is also something that's super, super magical about this time of year is I feel like collectively, most people are circling back after the holidays, if you know what I mean. Yes, absolutely. Like my whole company is closed. Like my whole office is closed. It's not just like I'm taking time off. It's like our virtual office doors are shut. And I'm like, thank goodness, because that really relieves some pressure off of me. So very excited for this holiday season. I hope you guys have had a great holiday as well. Did Christmas pass? It did. Yes. When this comes out. Christmas oh, my gosh. Passed. I know. It's, we're, we're living in, it's like the past, present, and future. It's like the, the Scrooge. The yes. Scrooge very trilogy. Scrooge Yeah, very Scrooge of us. The ghost of Christmas past. That's us right now because we haven't hit Christmas past yet. But, yep. wow, that's so crazy that it's here. What are you, so you will be in Costa Rica for Christmas Day. Yes, I will be oh, in Costa Rica for Christmas Day. So it's a very non-traditional Christmas. And actually, we haven't talked about this. This probably isn't the time to talk about it. But whether or not we want this episode to go up next Monday or the following Monday, because one would be Christmas Day and one would be the first day of the year. So considering this is a New Year's resolution episode, I feel like maybe this will be going up January 1st and we might skip over Christmas. But yeah. Oh, very, true. A very non-traditional Christmas um, from my end, but I'm I'm excited to just hang out at the resort and you know get some sun. Santa's coming to Costa Rica for Maddie and Maddie and the fam. And oh, you'll that's be so much with fun. your family, right? Just the traditional roof family Christmas. 
yes, Ruth family Christmas. We go up to North Carolina to see my mom's side of the family on Christmas Day, so we'll be doing that. We're like the again, I know some people have family members who truly live, like, across the country. Our family, we're the only one in, like, my South Carolina town, but our extended family all is in different parts of the Carolinas, so it's not that far, but, like, we're the one family that's separated, so we're the, I feel like if in your Christmas tradition, like, you're one or the other, we're the travel family, so, like, on Christmas Day, I was always pissed because I would have my new toys and stuff, and my mom would be like, no, you can't bring your new skateboard or your new ripstick rather i'm not gonna act like i skateboarded i ripstick like all the cool girls she's like you can't bring your ripstick to grandma's i'm like no i I, please i you know so it was always it was not traumatic but it was as a kid i always wanted to stick around and stuff because you have all these new gifts and you're very materialistic and now it's you know a little bit more family oriented and i i really extra look forward to it nowadays so i'm excited and just again with the craziness of the holidays it's really good to see extended family especially it's because it just gets harder and harder to make time for people who don't live in your city which is kind of what i talked about my solo episode but now we're back together to chat and we're back ready for the holidays I know. Happy holidays. So we hope that you guys had a very Merry Christmas if you celebrate. And we're kind of kicking it into full gear with New Year's resolutions this episode. I feel like we do a resolution episode every single year. And it would actually be really interesting to go back and listen to them and see how many of them we've actually accomplished over the years. We really should. It's exciting to make a list and sit down and talk about your resolutions, even if, you know, you don't follow through all the way. Obviously, that's the intention. But I feel like there's something magical about this time of year of just sitting down and being like, okay, this is what I want for myself and being honest with yourself about things that you really want to accomplish, whether or not, you know, that is your reality at the end of the year. Obviously, we hope it is. But before we jump into our New Year's resolutions, we're back together, which means we're doing a no show, I'll tell. We are showing, we are telling, and Maddie, you want me to go first today? Yeah, go first. Kick us okay. off. Okay. Mine is, I'm not going to say abstract, because it's not as abstract as you like it's to go in Pinterest terms board. of, it's not a Pinterest board, it's not a concept. However, it is, it is a little multidimensional. So my, <laughs> my no show I'll tell is my newly subscription and I have oh. my newly box with me, but this is, if you don't know, it's a rental subscription. And if you could see what I'm holding, again, we'll put it up on our story, but it's basically a big box and it comes in like, it's like a reusable box. So you unzip it and out comes all of, you know, I, I like ASMR, out comes all of the stuff that you get for the month. So you usually get six items. They actually like were out of stock of something that I wanted. So they got, they gave me seven items this time. I'm like, oh, Christmas. But you can pick out anything. It's all, it's all clothing, but it's just a subscription service. So I think without a promo code or anything, it's like 98 a month for six items. Um, and then there's usually like a promo code you can stack on top of it to get like another 20 off. But I've really been liking it. And I think also because I do social media, it sounds so silly, but I post on something a couple times and I don't want to wear it again or just things, things are seasonal. Like people think, Charleston's not cold but it really does get cold it's like been 35 and windy and cold today so you know I like to have my sweaters but most of the year you know that's kind of a waste of my money and spend so it's been really great especially in the winter season because winter products are also or like clothing items are so expensive like a nice sweater a nice jacket nice boots or like the most expensive 
things you can buy so it's been really nice to get some high quality items like most of the stuff I get is like free people anthropology brands like that and then you just wear it you enjoy it and then you get to send it back and 90% of the stuff I've gotten over the past like three months has worked there was like one or two things that didn't fit me but it's been it's been pretty successful and I'm, I'm really loving it and it's kind of it's kind of a new thing and I feel like I feel like I've been dressing cuter because I'm being a little bit more experimental and I have more budget to work with because I'm not buying all of these th- these things at face value yep no I love that and I also I personally have used either newly or fashion past one of the rental subscription like clothing rental subscriptions in the past and it's really great because you can just like pause it for a month if you don't want to do yeah. it which is really nice and I usually do it when it's around you know, a month that has a lot of events. So I remember like my college graduation, I did that because I had a bunch of graduation parties and the actual graduation day and pictures and dinners and whatever. And then I did it for one of my best friends, Sophia, her wedding, because I wanted to have like a cute dress for the rehearsal dinner. And I wanted to have a cute dress for like dinner with her earlier in the week and for her bridal shower and that sort of thing. And sometimes like when you are taking pictures in those pieces, you don't necessarily want to wear them again, which sounds silly, but I completely get that. And I'm excited that you found a love for it especially with content creation I feel like that makes so much sense so thanks for sharing thanks so much and then and then you're like excited to wear pieces over and over because you're like oh you know I just wore that yesterday but like I only have a month with it so yep I'm gonna I'm gonna wear it into into the ground okay what what is yours Maddie so mine is a book which I don't think I've ever done a book as a no show tall item um the fact that I had not read this book 48 hours ago is crazy to me I don't know how I've oh you just started it oh my I've just finished it I read this started and finished started and finished it's called the nightingale by Kristen Hanna I'm late to the train I've heard so many people talk about this book she is a hefty book like she is 600 pages deep and I wouldn't call myself like an avid reader I could not put this book down. I started it two days ago. I woke up at 5 a.m. I was reading it from like 5 to 7.30 before work. I read it during my lunch break. I brought it with me to the office. I was reading it yesterday after work, like stayed up until 11 o'clock last night reading this, simply got off work and kept reading it. And it is the hands down the best book I've ever read, which is a big statement. And I feel like it's a pretty well-known one, but if you haven't heard of it, it's by Kristen Hanna. It's historical fiction, and it follows two sisters during World War II, so um, Isabel and Vianne, and Isabel is 18 at the start of the war, and Vianne, I believe, is like 22, maybe 20, Um, and it's basically just these two sisters. I don't want to give too much away, but it just follows their lives, and they are not Jewish so it's not the traditional World War II historical fiction where it talks about like the Holocaust and everything of that sort um obviously there's some of that sprinkled in because it is a part of history but specifically they're French so it follows a lot of like the French resistance movement and how that came into play and specifically I I would say that it's kind of like a feminist novel in the sense Mm -hmm. where It's showing that these women can do things that, you know, men didn't think were possible. And it's interesting because at the end, again, I don't want to spoil anything, but in the author's note, Kristen Hanna did write that this was based on real women that she researched. And it was half a dozen women who she kind of pulled together into these two characters. So a whole lot of content. I was sucked in from day one. Reviews that I have read have shown 
you know, the first 200 pages or so are a little bit slower and then it starts to pick up. And it's actually funny. I'm reading it for book club and I was texting my friend Soph about it. And I was like, where are you? And she was like, I'm at page 196 and this is what's going on. And I was like, whoo, girl, I forgot that like anything happened before all these things happened. Like you're not even to the like, like the beginning of the, the book big bang. in my mind. Yeah. yeah. Wow. But even from then, like, or even from the start, I was so entranced with this book. I loved it. If you are going to read one book in your life, this is a big statement. I would read this book. It is so, 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 wow. so, so good. And it left me just like feeling amazing, feeling like wholesome, feeling like a warm hug. Like it's it's a war book, so it's bittersweet. It's not all like fine and dandy and sunshine and roses, but it is, it just makes you feel in such a way like I can't even put it into words so I'll stop rambling about it. it I have not yeah, have read, it, read it and I I'm gonna have to I I love that you and, I, and I do enjoy reading but it's I'm kind of like you there's been a couple books my friend actually she's probably not listening to this but she recommended this book to me and I'm just like not into it and it's hard because people have different reading styles yep so she recommended this book and it's again it's one of these like thick books but it's a little like it's like teen drama like not written not written like for teens but it's about these kids that are about to go to college it's like the summer before college and I'm just like having a hard time connecting with the narrative and yeah. I there's all these like characters it's very like and not all books are plot heavy maybe that's a stupid word but there's a lot of like side plots I guess like there's so much yep. going on like you follow this character and then this character's aunt and then their dog and you know it's, it's this whole thing and I just haven't it's kind of put me in like a rut in reading because I I'm just I just frankly, like, I'm a good bit in and I just don't care anymore. So I've, I've been looking for my next book to that I can re-care about. And maybe this is it. <laughs> because I think I've been kind of stuck in my reading. Because, I don't know, it just wasn't the book for me. And that's completely okay. Everyone has different yep. styles. But I've heard no, exactly. this book specifically mentioned by a handful of people. So It is, it, like I said, hands down the best book I've ever read. And wow. I wish... I wish that I could reread it again for the first time because it like truly is it dramatic to say it changed my life like it just made me feel no if it's such as empowering like I I loved it so anyways I think that that's a good segue directly into our new year's resolutions which is what we're going to be talking about in today's episode and I'm just going to kick us off because my resolution is one of them is to read a book a month and I I'm super excited about it because as of last year, I think I read, I want to say like six or seven books. I just downloaded Goodreads. Have you heard of Goodreads? I have a Goodreads. Yes. Let's oh, be friends. We should be friends. Okay. Yeah. Because I be just friends. got it and I was sitting down and trying to look at all of the books that I've read and like put them in my Goodreads, which is an app that essentially you use to like track and log and review and you know, whatever your books. It was and such a pain trying to it. remember what you've read because I'm like, really I know was. I'm forgetting something and yep. It, it was so, crazy. But point is, is I think I read like six or seven books, which really is not that many, but it's so much more than I had read the year previously. No, so that's great. So going into 2024, I'm excited to read a book a month. That's amazing. I would love to be right there with you. Honestly, reading is so nice and I have so much and it's something I enjoy. I just have to do the the one deed of like actually getting a book in my hands and then I read it. I feel like it's the period in between where I don't know what to read next. So I'm like, well, I guess... I'm just going to put four more hours of screen time on my phone. Like reading is just so much better and it, it generally is. I've, I'm glad. I feel like Maddie, you and I are kind of on the same wavelength of like 
rediscovering reading I feel like it kind of happens to everyone after school because when you're in school most people kind of lose their love for reading because you're already doing enough of it against your will so taking back the power of the book love it okay my first resolution is to stop being tardy to the party I am someone that is late and this is like fractionally late but I am like 10 minutes late to everything and I and I really try not to be but I need to start seriously like backing up the time on my mental clock of when I'm going to leave for something because I don't like being late to things and it's frustrating because it's not like I'm like oh I don't care if I'm late and you know it's just always behind where I intend to go because something comes up or oh I walk out to my car I forgot my keys or oh I really should take the trash out it's smelling like it's just random things that end up adding up and Maddie knows, Maddie knows this about me and I'm not the friend that's like an hour late to things like some people are just like truly like they they miss they miss the occasion I, I'm not missing occasions but I'm showing up 10 to 20 minutes late for things that I want to be on time for so one of my new goals is just to be a little bit more intentional and maybe start working backwards to make myself show up on time so that is a that. good professional goal of mine <laughs> that yes, pertains you know in, in and outside of actual professional environments but I think no, it's good I to be on that, time it's great I think that'll be really good for you and it's so funny because Emma and I are opposites in this way where I show up early to things because I get like stressed about being late so us meeting up it's like there's like a 30 minute buffer because I'm 15 oh, no, minutes early and she's yeah. 15 minutes late like it's it's comical but I I don't think that you're that friend where you're so late like you were saying where it's like oh my gosh like this is ridiculous but I don't know I it's think- like a, uh I have to sit by myself for 10 minutes that's annoying yeah but it's not like a oh my gosh like I've eaten my entire meal and Emma's still not here kind of yeah, thing but exactly. it's again it's like so- fractionally late because I really do intend to leave on time but I'm just like a slow like I'm just a slow girl like getting ready and I and I don't try to be not even like doing my makeup it's like the random like gathering of things that I feel like takes my time or something grabs my attention I'm like I'm gonna be just set an intention not gonna be perfect to be a little bit more on time this year as we all should be (laughs) no I love it I think that's a good goal um my next goal this one kind of spans a couple of different categories but without getting into the nitty-gritty of it this year really has just put me through the ringer and it has affected my confidence so much in terms of my physical appearance in terms of my ability to stay in a routine and show up for myself and again a lot of that is out of my day-to-day control but in 2024 just point blank my goal is to regain my confidence so sitting down and determining what it is I need to do at least for me once I'm cleared to work out again post-surgery I really do want to get into a good workout routine and not try to fit you know a square peg into a round hole because I was doing that like with the half marathon that I was supposed to run I hated running y'all I absolutely hated it and I was trying to force that into my routine and I feel like that affected my confidence because it didn't make me feel good it didn't make me feel like the best version of myself so finding a workout what if you hated it every time you did it then you're just yeah. like hating not hating yourself that's traumatic but you're almost like oh no, but you're like putting that. your through you're yeah, putting yourself sucks. through something that you <laughs> yeah. hate and it's like why would you do that you wouldn't do that to a friend you know so mm-hmm. just regaining my confidence in little ways something else is like just getting my health in order making sure that I'm doing everything in my power to realign with how I feel like it is to be healthy I don't know that it was even proper English but 
just basically getting my health in check as much as I'm capable of doing. And then something so small that I'm investing in this year, um, I pulled the trigger yesterday, is I'm going to get laser hair removal, which in my mind, I was always like, you know, that's so expensive. I don't want to do that. And I've been very open and honest on the pod before about that and just like how ingrown hairs are such a problem and whatever. And I had this epiphany where I was like, oh my God, if I don't have hair because I've had it removed through laser, I can't get ingrown hairs. Like that's no longer a problem. And it's a pain to do, but basically it's like a monthly fee. It's like around a hundred bucks a month, which is a lot, but you know, I was paying $60, $70 every time I'd go and get waxed or whatever. So it actually will be better in the long run. And I feel like that's just something that I can do that's going to help my confidence, especially in the mm-hmm. summertime. And yeah, you've always I don't had know. problems so with that. I have. So I just, I don't know. I'm trying to do everything under the scope of confidence, whether that be internally, externally with my physical appearance, just like regain my confidence in 2024 is my probably my biggest goal or my biggest resolution. Yeah, so I'm cheering you on. I know that your confidence has been a struggle for you this year, but it makes sense. Like if you feel crap, you've had so many health problems and if you feel crappy inside, you literally might not look any different on the outside, but you just, you feel so, yep. so bad, you know? So yeah. I'm, I'm cheering you on. I know you've gotten the start of some health answers to some of the problems you're going through. So hopefully we're going to have a much better year in and out for Yes. Miss Maddie over here. I'm, thank you, thank you. I'm rooting for you. Okay, my number two is to go outside on work days. So I work pretty standard nine to five, and it's really difficult sometimes to make yourself go outside. Especially, you know, I don't have to. T- I don't have to mansplain winter to everyone. Winter sucks. By the time I'm <laughs> off, the sun has set, and there's some days where I literally don't go outside. Like I don't walk out of my apartment or maybe I walk just from my apartment to my clubhouse which like doesn't really count it's like 30 seconds of sunshine so I really want to make a goal to go outside whether that's before work after work or even during I do get a lunch break so instead of trying to work through lunch which a lot of times we do because we have a toxic not a toxic work environment but our toxic mentality you know you're just like I'll just keep working Um, Yep, gotta get it done. Gotta get it done. And I'm like, I know, like, let me take my lunch break and actually go for a walk and set my computer down and my phone down for a second like that. So that's a goal to go outside every day. It sounds so silly, like not even, not even like a full two mile walk. Like it would be great to be able to do a walk, but just getting some little bit of sunshine as many days as I can, especially work days. And I'm finally moving to downtown Charleston. I am so excited about it. And again, you can always come in at come up with an excuse for anything but I I feel very kind of isolated where I live right now because it's far from downtown and I feel like a lot of you know I live in a very walkable area but there's only like so many things to walk to that aren't just like on repeat every day there's just just like one Starbucks like it's a it's an island so I'm excited to be downtown and be in more of like a neighborhood and there's more like events going on and just different sort of coffee shops I can go to I used to love doing that and then I moved farther away so I haven't been doing that so much so I think that being downtown will really help this resolution or like support this resolution to come to life because I'll be in an area where there's more reason to be out walking around doing things so I'm excited about that very much as well so no I'm excited for you yay downtown I cannot wait oh my god I can't wait I know that's gonna be so good and I I think that especially just getting outside 
even in the winter months is so important. So I love that goal. It actually kind of aligns with one of my goals as well. And that's just to get outside for a walk five days a week and not a walk as like, I even set the goal for myself a couple months ago. You know, I'm going to go for a walk around the park every single day, which the park I live by is two and a half miles around. And like you said, sometimes you don't have time to go outside and do a two mile walk. So I think just like getting outside and going for a walk, like walking to go get a coffee, walking around the block, like just getting outside and moving your body and being in sunlight or even like feeling the breeze, whatever. Yeah, it's it's important. I remember a couple years ago now, honestly, my boyfriend and I used to walk on the block after dinner and it was honestly a really, really good routine and it affects your mental health. So love that. Um, My next one is... (laughs) I put in the notes because we've like a shared Google Doc that we talk off of just to make sure we have our points in order. And I put in the notes, uh, it's not that deep. And that is kind of my mantra moving into 2024. I am the kind of person, I'm such a type A personality that if I have something going on, I don't want to do anything until that thing happens. So for example, if I have like a doctor's appointment at 1.30 and it's 1030 in the morning and I'm like, I need to go get groceries. I won't do that until after my doctor's appointment because in my mind, I'll be like, oh, well, if I go get groceries now, that's going to take an hour. Then I'm not going to be back until like 1145, 12. If I have to leave at one for the doctor's appointment because it's 30 minutes away, I'm not going to have time to meal prep and put away my groceries in between. Like my brain just goes a million miles an hour. And I just have to remind myself, like, it's not that deep. Like if I, if I go and if I do this thing, like, and it runs a little bit over and I'm a little bit late, it's okay. I'm like the opposite of Emma where I'm like, you know, you don't <laughs> like actually to be, gonna be late more often for the experience. Yeah. But I'm like, actually like you don't need to stress yourself out. And for example, the other day on my lunch break, cause I get an hour lunch break and I was working from home. I had a couple things I wanted to do. I needed to go grab food from the grocery store. I needed to drop something off at the post office that I was mailing to a couple of my friends who live out of state. And I wanted to get my like toes done and go get a pedicure because I'm going to Costa Rica on Friday. And I was like, I can squeeze all that in in an hour long lunch period because the post office, the grocery store and the nail salon are all in the same same shopping center and it's fine. And I was standing in line to drop off the package and it ended up like being so hectic because it's the holidays. And I was running 15 minutes late and whatever. And I was all stressed. I was like, oh, my gosh, no, I'm not going to have time like to go and get my nails done and whatever. And I was like, you know what? It's not that deep. It's not that deep. And the thing is, is We're I all have my work be computer. Okay. I can I can open up my work computer and do some work while I'm getting my nails done. Like it's not the end of the world. And I just have to remind myself that, you know, things don't always have to be stressful. I'm someone who is always stressed and I feel like going into twenty twenty four, just reminding myself it's not that deep is so important. I love that. It's like you are like over compartmentalizing where like everything has to have its perfect exactly. little square. And like if it goes outside blocking. of it. Yes. Yep. Over time blocking. Time block is such a corporate word. I don't know if you I hear know. that in your <laughs> office space all the time. It's like time block for this. Time block for that. It's a whole episode on corporate lingo. Time blocking. It's yep. so fun. I'm about to hit my year at my job. So I'm like, wow, I'm almost Ooh. year in, in corporate America. In corporate America. The best place yep. on earth. We can, we can double click on that later. We can double click. We can circle back later. We can circle back later. <laughs> no. Okay. What is, what is your next resolution? You you said my resolution in the midst of your resolution, which is meal prepping. This is something oh, that okay. I really, I haven't intentionally done, but you know when I make food or 
you know, everyone makes food. But you know what I mean? Yeah, food. <laughs> you, make, you make you make food. food? You know what I make food. No, you just, you as a, as a human being, you make food and you have some leftover the next day. And you're like, wow, this is really nice because I had a full lunch and I cooked it yesterday. You know what that's called? It's called meal prepping. And I've never thought about it that way. It's magical. It is such a magical concept. No, I, I've just realized like, it is so much more. It, it actually is because I was doing a deal with HelloFresh. So I was getting... Uh, ingredients so they don't send you meals they send you the ingredients like they send you the full tomato that you dice they send you the raw chicken that you cook whatever but it like grocery shops for you basically but like everything you need for specific meals come in their own little bags which is oh I just hit my mic so sorry everyone back in business but it's really nice because you make your food it tastes great whatever and then their serving size is always like for two or four people and I'm just one little gal so when I don't have anyone to share with you know I, I package it up and I eat it the next day I'm like you know what I should really you know once I'm done doing my HelloFresh I really should take this more into consideration to meal prep because it makes my days so much better it makes my lunch breaks like and my lunch break is only 30 minutes so if I cook a meal like that's my entire lunch like I cook for 20 minutes and then I'm like shoving down food for the next 10 minutes and like I said too I'm always multitasking during lunch anyway so just being a little bit more intentional with like going to a grocery store on the weekend getting some things for the week meal prepping even just the meat like stuff like that that takes long like meal prepping maybe the meat or some pasta or salads and stuff like that and just creating a little bit better of a flow for my work days especially so I'm not having to cook and scramble every single time because you either end up spending money on buying food or you're spending your entire like rest period cooking which isn't really like a full rest so that's one of my goals is just to start meal prepping a bit more intentionally no I love that and I also think pro tip um, I think that it can save you money as well. I'm someone where I just don't like lunch food. I don't know why I don't like lunch food. I think part of it stems from the fact that I can't have gluten and like I feel like a lunch food is typically like a sandwich, you know, but I don't buy lunch food because all of my dinners I just make as, you know, I make extra and I have it for lunch the next day mm. and it actually it sounds silly, but the reason I started doing it was from a budgeting perspective because when you oh, go to the grocery store, definitely saves money. Yeah, and you're spending money on like breakfast and lunch and dinner. Like it's just a lot. And so honestly, when I go to the grocery store, I buy breakfast things, I buy a couple snacks, and I buy meals. Like I plan out my meals ahead of time. I buy everything I need to make them, and I have leftovers the next day. And it really does simplify your life, for lack of a better word. So I think that that is a great goal for 2024. Thank you so much. You are so welcome. Okay, I have two more. Um, the next one, while we're on the food, I guess, section of it all, is <laughs> I need to be more hydrated. And I have my big Stanley here. You know, Emma likes the ASMR, you know, whatever. And Thank you very much. It, you are so welcome. And it's a 40-ounce Stanley, and I loved it when I first got it, and then I just stopped drinking water. So very point blank, my goal in 2024 is to drink at least three Stanleys a day or the equivalent of, like, three 40-ounce waters a day just because it really does make you feel so much better when you're drinking water and you're hydrated. Enough said about that one. Enough said. Completely agree. I'm sitting here with my water bottle as well trying to drink it quietly to not interrupt miss no asmr maddie's beautiful sentence but yeah stay hydrated folks okay my (laughs) second to last one is 
to find my style on social media I feel like I I've definitely touched on this before but I struggle with kind of like what my vibe is and again I don't want to ever put myself into a box of like I can only create this one thing but I just want to really get in a rhythm I feel like I'm out of a rhythm I'm doing a bunch of random things and too many random things like it gets to a point where it's it's too random it's not like cute and relatable and not not different but it's not being like well-rounded I guess you could say it just feels almost chaotic like I want to have a little bit more of a flow on things I feel like that helps me manage especially working full-time like managing my social media in a sense of have just how if I'm for work I'm doing a content calendar almost doing the same thing conceptually with my work like these are kind of the types of videos I do types of posts I do the types of even like stories that I do like what's just kind of my vibe I feel like those accounts I'm sure Maddie you could think of some when I say this like they just have that vibe that you like and you're like it's not even what they're posting is groundbreaking but they have a certain style of content that it's when I go to their account I know it's going to follow that style and it's enjoyable to follow so I kind of want to yeah. just narrow down like have more of an idea especially having this reset period with work and now having like I'm moving downtown and stuff so like maybe that'll help so we'll see what what my style gauges into I just want to get it a little bit more clear to find so that's my social media goal of the year and then hopefully have more of a you know an audience tag along with that as well once I define it more because yeah when you when you think about it I'm like this post might be cute individually but it doesn't tie into like a bigger picture so people aren't really prompted to follow something that doesn't necessarily like have weight outside of that one post that you're seeing so exactly there is my goal I love it I love it I love it a little personal a little business there's multiple sides to that resolution my last one is nothing groundbreaking but it is to double my savings each month meaning whatever I'm putting in each month to my savings just doubling that amount and the reason I say this is because when I started 2023 I was teaching yoga and so I had two paychecks I had you know my one yoga paycheck which wasn't a ton but it was supplemental and then my actual you know career income and I just found that I've been spending the same amount despite not having that supplemental income from yoga and so I don't even know what I'm spending it on you know like I'm not a frivolous spender in the sense of like I'll go out and I'll buy whatever's in sight I know that there are a couple of people in my life who are that way and thankfully like I do have savings I do you know have a budget that I try to follow but with that I just have noticed over 2024 not saving or 2023 rather not saving as much as I would have liked to just because I removed a stream of income which you know it happens I also you know we're living through a challenging time economically and I just think in 2024 it would be beneficial of me to sit down and say okay every paycheck I'm putting in you know half of the amount more because then over time you know like $200 a month versus $400 a month is a big difference or even $5 a month versus $10 a month is a big difference so just doubling that and deciding okay does this mean I'm going to cut a certain category out of my budget whether that be eating out or coffee or whatever or does it mean I take on teaching again and maybe I teach yoga and then that not only helps me add in a supplemental income but also removes an expense of you know a hundred dollars a month or whatever for a yoga membership so that's my last one not glamorous not fun but very very adult I guess if you will being frugal is hot it you is. hit it here first. 
it is being being smart is hot and you have to you have to be smart and this crazy expensive world don't you so my last one speaking of crazy expensive i want to go to europe really bad i that's gonna be my last resolution is to get to europe this year and again one of these things if it doesn't happen you know life will go on the world will keep turning but i just want to make more of an intentional effort in 2024 to go to europe i've really been wanting to go i feel like i have a remote job right now and i don't always know if i'm gonna have a remote job i'm planning on getting I know I can get approved for a week off of work. I would really love to get two weeks approved off of work, so we'll see. But even not, I'm I have remote capabilities. I have technically unlimited PTO, but obviously you have to get it approved. So I'm like, I feel like I can't use the excuse of, you know, I not that I don't have the money for it, but I've been saving for a while now. I have a remote job versus like when I was first out of college, I didn't have money and I had more like in person jobs. So I'm like, this is kind of a a better case scenario and I'm gonna be 24 in 2024 2000s babies and I just really would love to get over the pond this year I, I haven't been I some of my top countries that I'm interested in going to I would love to go everywhere Europe obviously is like a continent so it sounds silly being like I want to go to Europe it's what Americans do Europe is so large but I'm looking at Spain Portugal and Italy I think first and maybe 2025 we do it again or later 24 we do it again and I know it's going to be kind of a more expensive trip than I've been on and I've had to fund for myself but I feel like I don't know I'm really excited about it and hoping to make it happen so when you want something to happen you put it out there so yes travel regs I was texting Maddie about Spain I was like where should I go (laughs) yeah I love Spain I would go back in a heartbeat I I think that that's a great goal for you, especially with you being Spanish speaking and all going to Spain, I feel like is very doable for you. And I think that would be a great experience. So if you I've never been to a country where I don't speak the language because I've only been to English and Spanish speaking countries. So like that would be crazy is to go somewhere where I don't know a language because I'm like, I've never I've never done that before. But also like Portuguese and Italian are also similar to Spanish, which I know it's like annoying for people who speak those three languages when I, I one of my favorite professors in college was from Brazil and they speak Portuguese there and so she was always like it's funny because people will try to talk to me in Spanish and like think it's the same thing she's like it's not but if you have to if you do have to communicate in sort of like a dire situation or you really need someone to pick up what you're putting down in a foreign language those three can kind of interchange more than other ones so it's like that would be cool to maybe lean a little bit into Portuguese or Italian and see how much like I already know um yeah based off of knowing a good base language for it but it I don't know and I'm also open to being a tourist who doesn't know shit because that is the joy of traveling right so exactly I'm excited for 2024 just all together No, I am too. I think that 2024 is going to be a really, really amazing year. And I know that we've talked about this outside of, you know, the podcast, but there really was this COVID pause where in my mind, I still feel like I'm like 19, 20 years old, even though I'm not, I'm about to be 24 and my year about to be 24. And this COVID pause was such a thing. And it's crazy because I feel like 2024 is the first real year where we have I don't want to say no remnants of COVID, but not really, you know, like 2020 was bad. 2021 was like equally as bad. 2022 was things opening up again. Like things were good. 2023, like early 2023, you were still wearing masks on planes. You still had to like 
Make sure you are your vaccine. And it's just been our first like real year of adulthood. So it's been like, even if the world is kind of more at peace with COVID, like our personal worlds aren't at peace. Yeah, because of because of postgrad. So yeah, yeah, exactly what you're saying. 2024 is going to be a really really good year the foundation has been laid with 2023 we've gone through the rocky parts you know hopefully this is our year as cliche as it says to sound or as it sounds to say I think it should be I'm hopeful for your health journey I'm hopeful for my Europe journey no I I just Europe journey you know it's good it's good to just feel grounded like that's just always good feeling like start this year off strong rather than weak and we hope you guys are feeling the same way. We hope you maybe resonated with some of our resolutions. We hope you're making your own and just have the absolute best 2024. And we'll be back for season seven. We haven't fully decided on a date, so make sure to follow our Instagram because we'll definitely post there when we plan to come back. We just, we have done it before where we announce our date and then it's earlier than we actually had the time for to fully prep and stuff so we want to make sure when we give a date we're really locked into it so we'll definitely be coming back but excited to have our own personal little hygge holiday R&R. yes for a, holiday, <laughs> a little relaxation some rest and just enjoy some time with our families um get our 2024 set up so that we are you know lined up for success and we're excited to be back with you guys sooner rather than later so like emma said be sure to follow the podcast instagram it's at hygge girls podcast that is h-y-g-g-e girls podcast yes yes and follow our own personal instagrams if you feel so inclined they're linked to the show notes as well and we'll see you guys next year oh my goodness happy 2024 we'll see you next season until then stay happy stay healthy and stay hygge stay hygge Bye. Bye, y'all. And a happy new year. <laughs>